0: California Love by Dr. Dre and Tupac.
1: I'm not a big fan of rap. Special shout
0: out to the motherfucking
1: Lakers. Really, dude? Right out of the gate? (laughs) Yeah. I'm a dick. Yeah, I've been having people like I was at work and a guy just rolled up and was staring at me and I'm like, I was working on something. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He didn't say anything. and I looked at him like, oh, fuck you. (laughs) You're <laughs> just giving me shit about the game last night.
0: Dude, I saw so many people giving you shit about the game last night.
1: You know what? And the problem is, my team really fucking sucks right now. <laughs> like, there's just no no way around it. And that was the third game in a row that that team has lost by 20 points. What a difference a year makes, Chris. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Like... Dude, there's nothing I can hang out. I mean, on paper, we should be at least within the top four in the West on paper. On paper, you have a better team than last year. Oh, no, for sure we do. And we, and you- there's no chemistry, defense. We are like, I think last year we were like second in the league in defense. And I mean, two-time defensive uh, player of the year, Rudy Gobert just nothing nothing's working for us at all
0: yeah you like this summer you're like fucking i think oh no everyone i I haven't been this excited about the utah jazz since stockton and below no and it was
1: like there. everyone these sports writers are like utah is competing for a title this year and i totally bought into the hype and it fucking blows still
0: still early dude
1: you know what no it is in the last two years Utah didn't start kicking shit into gear until after the All Star break. Like, both years, all of a sudden it was like, and they went off on a tear. But you know what, dude? Like, Mike Conley, he's getting paid $32 million this year. You need to fucking figure it out. (laughs) Fucking quick, dude. Like, he didn't even play last night. No, he had a a tight, tight hamstring.
0: I have the black lung. But the thing is, (laughs)
1: even if he was playing the way he's been playing this year, it wouldn't have helped us. I mean, it wouldn't have like been the difference maker, you know. Like, if you lose Donovan Mitchell, we're gonna fucking lose. Like, we're yeah. not gonna win without him. Yeah, kind fucking. I don't think it mattered either way. That
0: Donovan Mitchell, he's legit. I'll give no, you that. No, dude, dude,
1: no, he's a. Fu- but if they don't fucking give him some pieces,
0: yeah, he's dude. Like, he's gonna bowl. I want out. They're like, I I'm want- out of here. So I I saw in the game too. I did, I never knew this, but so if I know about, I did send you a. The emoji of tacos all the way across my text last night when yeah. the when, when the Lakers won. But I didn't know that Utah does when a when an opposing team, if they miss two free throws in a row, you guys win chicken wings?
1: Do we? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guess that's what like
1: must have been that's what
0: the Utah crowd was all hyped up for, was like fucking wing stop. Or something, dude. Oh, I don't.
1: Really? I have no yeah, idea. Yeah,
0: that's like it, they have to miss two. The other team has to miss two free throws in a row. So Dwight Howard was up, and no surprise there.
1: Ah, oh, well, I didn't learn something new every day. There you go. So, um what else have you been up to, Chris? Well, Wednesday. So today's Thursday. Yeah. Yesterday, um I was surprised with my brown belt. What? What? No way! So, Chris is a brown belt now. I know.
0: That's a big fucking deal. Next one is a black one day. You know what?
1: I don't. My I don't think my wife understands. Like, brown belt is kind of a big fucking deal in jujitsu. Like, dude, that's a big belt you know and
0: i know, i know you didn't see it coming
1: i did not <laughs> see it coming the only thing so we sus- or i suspected i guess you had insider information i suspected there was going to be promotions yesterday and it was written for kingsley to get his purple belt well and a couple other people i wanted to get promoted i wasn't even on in my mind it wasn't even on your radar it wasn't even on my <laughs> fucking radar like i'm a purple belt i'm cruising along you know
0: and I'm glad that I wasn't told because it's really hard.
1: You can't keep it secret. It's
0: really, well, I can keep it secret, but it fucking kills me inside.
1: <laughs> to like, You know what? And the thing is, fuck, dude. So he brought out three people who were promoted. There were two new purple belts, Dr. Mike and Kingsley. And he reaches back in the bag and he pulls out a brown belt. And we got one more. And he pulled out a brown belt. Fucking like six people lean. We were all lined up, leaned over and just started looking at me. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, Chris. I'm like, I I mean, it felt like it went on for 10 minutes. I was just kind of like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? In my mind, I'm like, I'm not a brown belt. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I'm lucky because there are, have been people that I know in jujitsu that get to a point and they're like, dude, I want to get fucking promoted. And it fucks with them. Yeah. It fucks with them because then they start seeing other people getting promoted. Like, what? I tap that guy all the time. Why am I not promoted or whatever? <laughs> Everyone's
0: done that. You uh, see someone get promoted and you're like, I fucking, dude, I tap that bitch like a typewriter. Why the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not promoted. And you can't do that. If you start looking at it that way. Oh, no.
1: You will go cra- You'll quit jujitsu. Yeah. Ultimately, you'll quit jujitsu. Yeah, because you'll drive yourself crazy. And. Luckily, I have never felt that. All my belts I've gotten, I'm like, are you sure, <laughs> dude? I called Lou, our buddy Lou Dog photog because I was totally chewing your the, ear uh, and Wendell's ear. Oh
0: wait, Lou, the, Lou, the guy that's dead to us, out yeah, in Texas. dead to us.
1: Yeah, I actually I hung up the phone, going, okay, you're back to dead to me, Lou. <laughs> and like, dude, having like a brown belt support group, like, dude, brown belt kind of fucks with people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean cuz you're like oh shit cuz
0: purple belt they kind of leave you alone there. oh that dude
1: is- well it's like there's no pressure you're right in the middle yeah like you can keep the blue belts y- you, at bay you got some respect from the white belts and blue belts you can give you're them- giving problem to to brown belts um but dude brown belt now is like now i got purple belts blue belts and white belts gunning for me and, and they- it's like i'm one step away from being a black belt and it's like i mean dude i can't walk on water yet. Yeah. <laughs> i can't be a black belt uh so yeah i called lou and was asking him like hey did you feel like you deserve being a brown belt?" he's like no hell no like i don't know
0: yeah i don't know anyone that anyone,
1: anyone really does who
0: there's always gonna be self-doubt and
1: yeah and i you know i don't know but i mean it, dude don't get me wrong it's fucking cool. Hey. Like I'm kind of looking at the belt, going, "Holy shit, I'm a fucking brown belt." So, so now that uh, now that uh, towholds are legal for you, Chris. Oh, dude, I'm going <laughs> fucking like. What deep. are you? What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, no, the demon toehold.
0: I <laughs> saw so you both said that.
1: I know. I was like, now that it's legal, I'm going deep into toeholds. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. The only thing is, I do know there are probably a handful of people right now purple belts at AOJ that saw the post of me being promoted and are fucking losing sleep. Yeah. Like, they,
0: they're what? They're his- <laughs> what the fuck?
1: Chris got promoted. <laughs> like I, mean, I started with that guy, oh, dude. asshole. And there's one guy who started before me, and I know he's fucking losing his shit right now. I thought that guy was dead. <laughs> <laughs> dude,
0: uh, but uh, he doesn't even have cauliflower here
1: oh yeah so <laughs> i did a post and the thing is i don't really post a lot of jujitsu stuff on my personal instagram account
0: oh yes let me pull that one up too go on
1: and i so i posted one like my first competition kingsley took a photo and i just kind of thought it looked cool i was talking to coach jeff so i posted it and then i posted i got my brown belt because it's kind of a big fucking deal and i wrote on there you know i thanked you know Professor Alexis, my current professor, mm-hmm. my two previous ones, Professor Ian, Professor Danny. Uh, I give Jeff, a sh- uh, Coach oh Jeff. Coach Jeff, yeah, who's been instrumental in my jujitsu. And you thanked
0: your wife. Uh, you thanked the guys you got promoted with, and uh, you didn't thank your training partner, Chris. On there, I have it right here.
1: Uh, um, I, dude, are you? You're not upset that I didn't give um, you a shout out right
0: no no not at all
1: okay cool, cool
0: i just think it's funny that you would thank your old coaches that left you and moved away and you know did they fucking visit you in the hospital when you had your operation <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what dude once we end this segment i'm gonna go in and say and
0: johnny <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna oh you're gonna re-edit the post Alex. Uh, you know it's called best for enemies
1: it's not best friends so that's true that's true, uh, you know what? all kidding aside. I always kind of wanted like, okay, I'll deserve my brown belt when I fucking tap Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> still haven't tapped the motherfucker Pop. still still haven't you might get to black belt, dude, and I haven't tapped it. Shout out to the power squad, <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
0: I am stoked for you, and you know what? I got a lot of calls uh on Wednesday too that uh they were they were like. Hey, I saw Chris got it. Uh, you know, I was like a proud, proud uh, brother. Like, yep, he worked. Oh, you he know, put in the work. He worked really hard. I'm very proud of him. And then you did that post. And uh, yeah, Chris,
1: what a fucking dick. I hate him. <laughs> hey, you know what? And as we're recording right now, we didn't fucking introduce ourselves. Oh, shit.
0: Should yeah. we do it
1: right now? Yeah. And then you're you're really good at editing. So just, we'll just cut it. Put it at the beginning. It. Put it at the beginning. So and go. This is best friend of me. I'm Christopher Law.
0: And I'm Johnny
1: Castana. Whoa. <laughs> Actually, Jackson did that the other day. When's your boyfriend Johnny can't stand you coming? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
1: right. So, on this episode, um, we are going to do, since I did get my Brambo. We're gonna do top five reasons not to spar with someone. Oh
0: yes. They're very good. We're gonna help everyone else out. And We're gonna j- give you five ten excuses not yeah. to roll with someone.
1: Yes. And then um We're gonna talk hold about Hold Hold on a sec. We gotta clarify it. You said excuses. I'm saying Reasons. Reasons. Le- these
0: are these are legitimate reasons. Yes. I okay.
1: My bad. Uh and then Johnny's gonna um go on and on about Disney Plus.
0: Disney plus <laughs>
1: Please change your name to The Mandalorian
0: Plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then we're going to have Coach Jeff drop by to do Comics Corner.
0: Comics Corner. And
1: yeah. uh, then we're going to go out with some shit we're going to recommend.
0: Right. That I've either, either haven't listened to or of. heard. Yeah, we'll figure it out.
1: I mean, we figure it out on the fly, right?
0: Of course, dude. All Just right. remember, dude, if you, if you study high, you got to take the test high, then you get high scores. <laughs> That's how that works. What?
1: <laughs> what? All right, let's start this episode. All
0: right.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, introducing out of Costa Mesa, California, two of the meanest podcasters in the game, both Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists with a background in being family men, Chris and Johnny from Best me we... The you on this day, savages. Ha!
0: What's up, bitches? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for Best Frenemies' Top 5 List.
1: All right, thanks for that intro, Donnie Darko. All right, this is top five reasons not to spar with someone. Johnny, what is your number five?
0: Coming in at number five for me would be... Oh, there's your list. Sorry, Chris.
1: Are you shitting me right now, dude?
0: I got it. I got it. No, you don't. Why don't you go with your... Fine,
1: I'm doing it. My number five, my fifth reason for not rolling or sparring with someone is anyone who starts grunting in preparation for the round to start. So you're getting like,
0: (laughs) or, or jumping jacks or pushups.
1: Um, (laughs) I'm one person in particular, uh, who will not be named Jamie. Uh, you
0: didn't say his initials, so that's good.
1: (laughs) Dude, he did that once and it was like, what the fuck? I mean, he's a big dude.
0: Well, Chris, you know, when, before you and I spar, I usually do some uh, spin kicks to clear the room.: I know. for us. Yeah, I'm yeah. just looking out for us. Get us some space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number uh, my five?
0: My number five is if i if I don't want to go with a reason not to go with someone is sorry, I'm resting this round to attack the guy over there that's defending his life right now, so I'll be fully fully rested.
1: You know what? Tommy gets really pissed at you for that. Because we'll start going and he'll look over and you're sitting down. He's like, he's waiting for me.
0: I sit down and stare at him. I'm like, Tommy, (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. And then he yells, don't you have to move your van?
1: I say, it's not Wednesday. It's not Wednesday, motherfucker. (laughs) All right. My number four reason for not rolling with someone, their name is Tooth. Oh, he's a dick. Dude. I drilled. Drilled. <laughs> not even sparred. And my jaw hurt for a week. <laughs> you know, Chris, you gotta grab this way and you gotta really put your elbow into it. I'm like, dude, do you really have to demonstrate that? On Let me, that? me show you
0: something that's Ultimate Fighter showed me the other day. It hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. The worst. <laughs> okay, coming in number four for me. Sorry, I'm on antibiotics right now. <laughs>
1: My doctor says I can't do it. <laughs> Mom says no. Uh, my number three, and this, dude, this isn't even a joke. This happened to me when I was a white belt. Do not roll with the stinky guy who leaves a dirty ghee in his gym bag in the car.
0: Oh, every gym has a uh, couple of those. Dude,
1: it was like rancid. Just
0: hot garbage, dude.
1: Rancid. I immediately ran home and like took two showers, and I could still smell it. Hot onion soup it was like disgusting and i think i mean this particular time is during the summer so i'm sure it was just baking Ugh. in his car oh, dude like a freaking petri dish
0: i left when i first, when i was a white belt i left a ghee in my trunk and we went to palm springs for three days and oh, I, I just threw the ghee away as soon as i pulled it out i just threw it away
1: yeah that's probably the best thing yeah you know? so don't roll with that guy
0: uh number three for me is completely true now And that is, I will not go with women or children. So... That's a fucking lose-lose for me.
1: (laughs) Johnny, um... Yeah, you took out a kid, like a prize pupil. I took out one of Guy's prize pupils, dude. Like you fucked I, up his knee
0: I, I or was something. Doing, I was doing barrel and bolo from the top, and he stuck his leg out right when I went to roll, and it like his his knee went pop pop. And dude, I hit a, like a, <laughs> I went to like the front desk, and I'm like, I need his phone number, I need his contact, and I was like texting him like Hey, buddy, are you uh <laughs> you okay, dude?" <laughs>
1: and, and, Sorry, go ahead.
0: And then I saw his mom. She's like, oh, I had him stay home from school today. And I'm just going like, fuck. And then it turns out that he was okay.
1: I <laughs> So the thing with women, I rolled uh, with a woman a couple of weeks ago. And I'm always trying to be, there are not too many of them that attend Dawn Patrol. There might be two or three. And so they always sit on the edge and I'm like, hey, you want to go? And truth be told, dude, I was like, it's going to be a restaurant. Like, It's going to be a restaurant. Oh fuck, dude, she didn't get that memo. Dude, she was going for it.
0: That happened to me when uh because I was like, Oh, it's it's uh it's Jeff's friend Nikki. Well that was I the w- same one I did. I went with her and then I forgot until the round started that she's fucking gnarly at strength coat. <laughs> like I was, oh, like dude. I was like, I was like, Oh, God, I have to use real, like, adult strength right now to, oh, like, dude, keep she, her at bay.
1: No, she fucking was <laughs> going for it. I was like, oh, God damn. Like, and
0: then I then I r- reminded myself, this is why you don't go with women or children. Like, this
1: is a <laughs> restaurant. Remember that one time when Kingsley got body slammed in the circle <laughs> of death by a woman? That was, uh, yeah. And afterwards, I was like, dude, don't worry about it. That's happened to me before. It's never happened to me before. <laughs> uh, but it makes a good story. Alright. Ne- congratulations on your purple belt. Yes. Kingsley. Kingsley. And, and for being a good sport. And I'm glad you didn't quit after that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm really glad. We got our promoted on the same day, so that was cool. That's that awesome. Cool, yeah. yeah, Kingsley thanked me. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny. I just think
0: it's funny that <laughs> you would...
1: Okay. Uh, my number two reason not to spar is injury. And I'm... Only your injury. If someone else is injured, feel free to call them out because I mean that's them. That's on them. <laughs> that's just it's like smelling blood. It's like a shark smelling blood in the water. You might as well go for it. So yes, if you're injured, don't roll.
0: I agree with that. Uh, number two is uh, I I only roll with Americans, Chris. Like uh, especially the Brazilians, especially Brazilians. If if your name starts with an R and is pronounced with a, <sighs> that is a big. <laughs> hell no for me
1: you know i just want to comment um that's a nice maga hat you're wearing right now (laughs) (laughs) i'm just you know i'm only rolling with
0: americans that's just out of the womb dude they're fucking crazy dude (laughs)
1: yeah if you see someone that you know is brazilian it's like i don't make eye contact
0: (laughs) and the same goes for that that white belt division two wrestler dude Fuck out of here! Yeah, get out of there. They do need like an asterisk. Can they make an asterisk put on a white belt if they're like a division one or division two wrestler? Like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's not fair.
0: Or like make them wear a singlet their whole white belt or something.
1: Yeah. All right. uh, What's your number one? My number one is if you're bloated and you're worried you're gonna rip a fart during (laughs) the round. Don't fucking roll. That's 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 a reason. Number the number one reason not to roll protein farts. Because you know that happened to me, dude. Recently, it's called, I didn't. It's I not e- It's called the ripcord, <laughs> dude. And the whole time I'm like, maybe you thought it was my foot on the mat. <laughs> when, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he heard it, but he was being cool. He was a white belt, so I don't think he wanted to rock the boat or anything. <laughs> and we just kind of pretended it never happened. <laughs> like when
0: you get like sweat right on your eyeball or in oh, your mouth. Oh, dude! Somebody else's sweat no, in your mouth.
1: No, I. Dude, I got... Oh, no, it was Robert Perlman.
0: They're right over you and all of a sudden it's...
1: Dude, (laughs) freaking Robert Perlman, sweat dripped off his face, landed right in my eye, dude. (laughs) That makes us practically related now. (laughs) I have his DNA in me. All right, what's your number one?
0: Uh, My number one is... Sorry, I I just pulled a growing muscle. That wasn't mine.
1: (laughs) You know, I, I've actually heard that you've done that to someone. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing?
0: Dude, I, uh, you know, it's flee or fight, dude. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm into survival. I, I don't need to tell you guys that I'm I'm very small. And I'm doing a sport where, I know they say you don't have to be big to do jiu-jitsu. But, you know, what? you should probably
1: be bigger than me to do jiu-jitsu. You know what, the thing about that saying, and they've said, I've heard that. All the time in jiu-jitsu. I like, it's not, it's not string. This is like made for a smaller guy to be able to, blah, 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 blah. you know, what? and that's true. And I actually, I sparred a black belt, like a world champ black belt from Japan who comes over here every year for a world. He, I mean, God, dude, he's probably like 5'5". F- five, five and how much do you weigh? I weigh 145. He's probably 135. Are you talking about uh, Taku or yeah taco yeah and he was the one guy and i was like he's the
0: one that taught I, me the bear mola from the top by the way
1: i don't care <laughs> i don't care if, if if he's a black belt i think i'm gonna be able to muscle my way through this dude he f- i couldn't do shit <laughs> yeah, anytime i tried him out he countered it and came back hard i mean he manhandled me and that was the one time i rolled like yeah it really doesn't matter but he's also a world champ That's like
0: Jason too with the the tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he will loop choke you in ways that you never even knew you could be loop choked.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, hey, that's our
0: top five. I can't, I can't wait to hear the excuses uh, tomorrow, Chris. I'm sorry, the
1: reasons tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's funny. I just
0: think it's funny that
1: you're making jokes. (laughs) Uh, all right, everyone. Uh, Yeah. All right. That's it. Cut.
0: All right, Chris, we're here to talk about Disney Plus. It's finally out.
1: Yay. 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 We'll
0: and uh, you're not.
1: So this is the thing. Disney Plus, I got it from Mandalorian. I wanted to watch Mandalorian. So, And it's like fucking what, like six bucks a month?
0: Are your arms sore from fucking folding them the whole time you watch Mandalorian? Because every time I enjoy an episode, you usually have. A one-word response. Meh. <laughs> Meh.
1: I know. I do do that. God, first episode. Do you, like,
0: do you like anything?
1: <laughs> I like masturbating.
0: What more? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what more can that fucking show do for you to enjoy it? Be good. What's your problem with Mandalorian, first of all?
1: Oh, are we talking about Mandalorian? Are we talking right. about Disney Plus? This is on all right, Disney dude. Plus. Dude, okay. Um... So the first episode, when I said meh, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't great. It was just like, I I didn't feel that there was any, um, the main character, I guess. Mando. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We don't know his name yet. Yeah, no, we don't. But uh, there wasn't really anything to him. Um, Well, first of all, everyone knows you fucking
0: are racist against Boba Fett.
1: Oh, I hate fucking Boba Fett.
0: And this is a silver-looking... I do not...
1: Okay, this is the thing. Boba Fett. I do not... Uh, hey, real quick. We got that little midget Boba Fett over here. My wife asked, like, Jackson and I, like, can we just give that fucking Boba Fett to Johnny already? <laughs> and Jackson and I had the same... No! <laughs> They're but, like, a collector never stops collecting. <laughs> well, and I just don't want Johnny to be happy. <laughs> uh, I... Dude, I don't get this whole love for Boba Fett. Like, I mean, I guess he kind of has a cool mask and everything, but like in the original series, he didn't do shit. He didn't do shit. I think and he, he went out like a bitch.
0: I think, I think for people my age, it was, it was the. It's not just Boba Fett. Because I've, I've thought about this. I've thought about this. Not a lot of screen time.
1: Yeah, there isn't, and, wasn't anything um, to it. I
0: think it, it it's the whole, like, it's my childhood. He represents my childhood, and it was the first mail-away action figure where he was on the back. Yeah. This mysterious figure. You mail-away. The fucking kids swallowed the bullet and fucking- it your childhood. He was supposed to fire a rocket, and then- um. Did then you the, just
1: see one of those went on sale? One of those original ones? Went on sale. And uh,
0: you're referring to the Boba Fett with the
1: J-Pack design. Dude, it sold for like, I mean, it was crazy, like
0: $100,000. That is f- fucking ridiculous. Because there was like eight in existence. Where did you
1: get that money?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed it from Rick Springfield, <laughs> who has the biggest Star Wars collection known. Really? He has the most expensive
1: so fucking! Uh, I want a girl like Jesse's girl. Freaking just yeah. made him
0: huge. He has like the most expensive Star Wars collection. No, he care. has, Like oh. all these. Learned something new every Super day. rare.
1: Well, no, I'm listening to your explanation, and I will buy that. They, I, I will did buy Did you that.
0: not have the 12 inch uh, Boba Fett? Oh, I have
1: a 12 inch <laughs>
0: Boba Fett, Chris.
1: Boba. Oh, Fett. sorry. Pay attention. Uh, no, I never had.
0: See, that was rad. It came with the jetpack and like it had like the grappling hook and and I you mean, can look through the the back of his head and like
1: no my cousin had it and i thought it was pretty cool but i had my own
0: fucking dope i had two of them
1: (laughs) of course i stole my
0: brother's (laughs) my brother didn't have one i had his that's how much i like that 12 inch boba fett
1: well you're explaining it that way and i'll buy that i just don't understand like all these people love boba fett and i'm like dude he didn't do shit but anyway be that as it may
0: he didn't die though
1: (laughs) he died he went out like a bitch. The
0: Mandalorian armor is indigestible. <laughs> it's the Sarlacc.
1: So, uh, oh, we've gotten into heated debates, and like Johnny's sending me like fan films of like, look, at this one Boba <laughs> Fett flies out of the of
0: the Sarlacc pit. If someone doesn't believe that Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc, get rid of them. You don't need that kind of negativity <laughs> in your life.
1: So the Mandalorian. I mean, the first three episodes were like. I mean, I don't, don't want to ruin anything, the but the
0: third one was fucking money, dude.
1: Okay, hold it. Okay, uh, help me. What, what the third one, what happened?
0: Where there was. Oh, like, dude, there that, was like I, know, I know. What? No,
1: I know that scene you're talking. Dude, that was so fucking lame. That pissed me off. That pissed me off because it's like they weren't even. I, I'm just not buying it. I mean, as a visual, I know for people like you, you're gonna go, "Oh, dude, that's rad." But to me, I was like. What? They were, like, fighting earlier, and now it are I don't know. Anyway, but episode four. Oof.
0: Episode four. Every, like, my brother and his family, they loved it, and so did Donovan.
1: Really? Well, but I mean, I see a kid liking it.
0: I would have called that episode the Two Samurai, because it was a complete ripoff from the Seven Samurai.
1: And Lone Wolf and Cub.
0: Yes, that's been going around the internet lately, yeah, too. it's
1: a little bit. It's a little...
0: I don't know. but You know thing- what, though, Chris? If you're going to rip something off, all, Seven Samurai, Low of and Cub, they're all fucking dope. Like, all the samurai stories... I mean,
1: why would you rip off something that's lame? So I get it.
0: Well, dude, A Hidden Fortress it got ripped off for, for Star Wars. Yeah. So why not just keep the recipe of stealing dope-ass samurai stories
1: and put them in space? All right, whatever. Uh, so... All right, that's Mandalorian. And so I have Disney Plus for the Mandalorian.
0: And then you just turn it off. You you haven't even explored.
1: Oh no, I have looked around. The thing is, if this came out like 10 years ago when my son was like 4, it would be our babysitter because every film on there, Star Wars, you know, Pixar, freaking all these films, the like really blockbuster films are on there, all of them. Disney movies. My kid would have all loved the, it. But all the now Marvel? Yeah, but the thing is, I've watched all those films, and it's like, eh, I'm not gonna sit down and watch it again.
0: See the, but that's just me. The Imagineering story.
1: I know you guys told me I didn't see that.
0: That is fucking insane. And the first episode brought a tear to my eye because it was, it's it's about the creation of Disneyland and how like, you know, Walt <laughs> Walt Disney really he had he had it all in his head that he wanted to have Disneyland when he's when he went to L.A. to get like the permission to build in L.A. and stuff. They're like, dude, we don't want a fucking carnival in L.A. We don't want carnies hanging around. He's like, no, no, no. It's going to be super clean, and it's going to be magical. And, like, they just pictured a carnival. So he's like, well, fuck, dude. I'll, I'll pick between L.A. and San Diego. And he, and he bought property in this little, you know, Orange Grove town, which turned out to be Anaheim. And then they have they recorded everything. There's footage of them breaking ground. And them, like, making everything in Disneyland. And it's, like, just the archival footage is fucking amazing, dude. And then it starts getting into the animatronics. And, like, I'm super nerding out in it. And they release a new episode every Friday, which I like, too, about Disney+. Plus Because I got kids and shit. I can't, I hate it when people binge watch and then they want to tell everyone what they've seen, like,
1: Oh, I do like that it's released once a week.
0: Because I can, I can be binge, up on
1: one episode. Well, and you can talk to people about like, yeah, I watch, I just watched the episode, and you can talk about without it without
0: the internet destroying
1: me. As opposed to yeah, the binge watching, which like Stranger I can never, Things. I can never sit down and watch twelve hours straight of some. Why would you? Series. Why would
0: you wait over a year for something to come out and ruin it in like two days?
1: So I. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I I like it. I like it better when they release one weekly. So but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's six what is it, six bucks a month?
0: Yeah. Uh dude, one of your stupid fucking Mary Jane coffees costs more than that. <laughs> Mary <laughs> Joe. Shh, shh, my wife
1: doesn't think I buy this. <laughs> yeah, anymore. that's right. That's right. Way to wrap me up. Good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing they hate us, dude. Uh yeah, I mean if you have young kids, totally worth it. Totally worth it. There's always something to watch. I think
0: it's dope. And it was funny because before we started recording, Chris is like, after the Mandalorian's over with, I'm canceling. And I'm like, nope, because that's when they're going to like release the Obi-Wan series.
1: Yeah, I want to see that. but.
0: And then they're doing that uh, the prequel stuff to Rogue One, the Captain...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would want to say they're that. They're going
0: to keep giving you little breadcrumbs to, it's like, it, right, when
1: my subscription. <laughs> right when
0: it's about time, they're going to they're gonna <laughs> come out with something else. Isn't it, uh, Loki going to get his own show, too, where he just travels around through time fucking everyone up, dude?
1: Uh, that would be good, I'd watch that. Yeah,
0: especially right. if they get the real guy.
1: All right, never mind. Hold it. Just ignore everything I've said in this, <laughs> and I totally give Disney Plus two best friend of me thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. All right, we are here with another fun episode of Comics Corner, or aka uh, Hashtag Comic Head. You
0: didn't say Comic Head. It's fine.
1: I think I want to just change it to Comic
2: Head. It's, okay. a, it's a new name. Embrace it. Has- All right, Hashtag, hashtag com- Comic Head. All right,
1: this is, okay, hold on. Hold on.
2: Plural or singular? Comic Head. Now I think it has to be it has to be singular,
1: because we're talking about ourselves.
0: Right, right, right. But right. there's three but of there's us three in the
1: room. Us. Yeah. So there are three of us in this Come segment. Kids. So that is myself, Johnny, and honorary. Actually, Did Coach he? Jeff He's part of the, the fucking the, crew. No, he won the right. If anything unfortunate happens to either one of us, uh, he steps in. He's the other best friend of me.
0: Because he solved the, uh, the, uh, the super contra
1: code. That the I, one. You asked that I, code. And I was like, dude, are I, you Fucking
2: kidding me! And Be, you were like,
1: no. left, up, up, down, down." Before that they came over, up, up,
2: cr- down, down, left, right, left, right. B A. Select start. That's if it's a two player. If it's <laughs> not a two player, you just hit start. I was mind. We blown. did
0: that thinking that you guys weren't old enough to fucking know that. That was like that Actually, was our like, like ha question. And then when you answered it, we're like looking at each other like, "Oh, dude, he totally just won the game right now." Fifty lives.
1: Maybe. I. I actually suspect, I've had a sneaking suspicion for a while that Coach Jeff is actually lying about his age because he knows way too much shit from R.
0: And he's just as grumpy as us. Oh, probably. No, I,
1: more grumpy,
0: probably. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, seriously. He,
0: the, he's it, officially the grumpiest. Of no, he is. He's a grumpy old man.
1: <laughs> I mean, people are like, whoa, he's more grumpy than you, Chris. I'm like, what the fuck's that supposed to mean? <laughs>
0: He needs to own a house just so he can yell for kids to get off his lawn, dude.
1: I know. That was the <laughs> Hey, the meme
0: that went out. Yeah. When we got yelled at right.
1: in class. <laughs> hey, you guys mind keeping it down? Sure. We- sure. sure, sure. We'll, we'll do that. It one. was
0: a Friday and Chris and Johnny were being a little extra on oh, the We Oh,
1: dude. That was a fun class. That so, was.
0: That class was. Everyone. Scares. Yeah, it
1: sounded like you were. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we had a fun guy. Everyone I, was fucking around. I'm just at my job trying to teach, and you little assholes. Are... <laughs> Actually, but in his defense, I've been on that mat and heard all you fuckers joking, and I've kind of like looked over there, and he's like, now you feel my pain, Chris. <laughs> all right. So in this segment, we all recommend a book that meant something special to us. Johnny's going to undoubtedly bring up something totally stupid. No,
0: I'm bringing up a good one this time.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to let you start then.
0: I'm going with my my jam, Mark Miller, and this is uh, this is a comic called Space Bandits, and uh, I really like this comic. Is it book. the
1: sequel to Time Bandits?
0: No, but like <laughs> he had a, he had another one called uh, he had another one called Sharkey the Bounty Hunter, who drove a uh, space ice cream truck and had a child sidekick, and they, it was kind of like a rated R version of Gardens of the Galaxy. And this kind of...
1: I'm kind of thinking because he signed a huge lucrative deal with Netflix that now he's just fucking bringing out every weird idea he's ever had.
0: They're, dude, Sharky just- the Bounty Hunter is fucking
2: dope, That's dude. exactly what Jacob at TNT said. He's like, I think he's just doing five-issue runs of any idea he has and <laughs> seeing what sticks and seeing what Netflix wants to pick up. Because the thing is... Well, Sharky's coming, The thing this is... Definitely coming. I mean, because they're paying. I mean, dude. Because like Magic Order was five issues, right? Sharky is five issues. Space Bandits was five issues. And then you're going to talk about something at the end of Space Bandits, I'm guessing. Yes. But tell us what happened.
0: Okay. So.
2: That's all the time you have.
0: Let's uh, go to Coach Jeff. <laughs> no, I loved Sharky the Bounty Hunter. And that ended. And then, but this one came out, like the first issue came out, like during, like number four or five of Sharky the Bounty Hunter is when Space Bandits came out. So it made Sharky ending not so bad because I actually liked this more. But when the way this ends, we going to talk about the ending? Who
2: shows up at the end of Space Bandits, Johnny?
0: The end of Space Bandits, fucking, there's like the, the girls get away and they said that they got the best bounty hunter in the galaxy to go track them down and it's fucking Sharky, dude.
1: Ooh, cro- so the, crossover. Crossover, baby.
0: First time that's ever happened to me. And you know, I... You know I'm a comic head. I know
2: but, you're a comic but kid. But it's the
0: first time it's ever happened, and I I, I really it. had
2: to restrain myself because I text Johnny and I was like, "Fucking Johnny, wait till you read the last issue it, of Space Bandits. You're gonna be so hyped." The second it, I read it, I was like, "Johnny's gonna lose his it
0: shit." Fucking <laughs> blew my mind, dude. I didn't see it coming, and I was and I had Donovan. Donovan's because he's another comic head. He <laughs> he re- he read it, and he was
2: just like. What?
0: Dude, we're dude we're way so they right?
2: exist in the same universe they, think about yes. that they exist in the same universe so he's world building right yeah so yeah. i mean i
1: was going to totally read it but you guys just spoiled it for me <laughs> we're not spoiling anything <laughs> <laughs> except you, the ending you will you will totally enjoy it <laughs> whatever all right coach jeff what you got
2: okay I have the question. Actually, I want to read that. I'm actually, I call dibs. The Deaths of Vic Sage. Dude, All that right. one so, looks fucking dope, dude. Okay. <laughs> Shocker. It's written by Jeff Lemire. My, I told you. I saw, well, you have one. And, uh, okay, the other thing about this book is it's it's DC's black label. So it's a bigger size. Um, It's just really high quality. Also, uh, the question is only going to be bi-monthly. So it's, it's every other month. That'll... Yeah, take a look at it. That'll save me some money. <laughs> okay, so check this out. Here's some interesting facts about the question. The question was originally a character on Charlton Comics. All right? DC Comics acquired Charlton Comics in the mid to late 80s, I think 1986 technically. Okay? That included characters like The Question and The Blue Beetle and some other characters. So when this writer named Alan Moore wanted to write The Watchmen, he wanted to use the question... And use the Blue Beetle and these other characters acquired from Charlton. But DC Comics said we don't want you ruining all these characters. So he just made characters that look just like them. So who does the question look like from Watchmen?
0: It looks I like know, Rorschach. Rorschach,
2: right? So the The owl. You didn't
0: think I was right. gonna get it because you didn't yeah. think I'm a real comic head, the did owl you? Owl I, didn't. Like the, <laughs> I was waiting for you to fail, asshole. <laughs> so
2: basically Rorschach is a more violent version version of the question. Sign and the, me and up. the question is is uh a detective and I'll kind of leave it at that. And this kind of delves into the history of the question and where he comes from and kind of like lore surrounding the question. Um Also the raddest thing about this, one of the raddest things in addition to it being written by Jeff Lemire is that the art is done by Dennis Cohen, the original artist of the question when it came to DC. Oh, yeah, no, This is it. the dude that was drawing oh, okay. the question. Yeah. He's, mo- he's, best known for being the guy that originally drew the question when it first came to DC comics. So, um, it's awesome. It's only coming out every other month. DC black label is really cool. Uh, the new Joker series by Jeff Lemire and Andreas Sorrentino. That's coming up
0: on another, which Johnny's
2: going to talk about. Another episode is also black label, which is a larger size. It's just really nice. Um, but yeah, if you like, like kind of hard boiled crime, noir type stuff, If you like Rorschach, I think the question is a great choice. So
1: we're going to just take that segue right into my recommendation, which is an oldie but goodie, the 1985 series of The Watchmen by Alan Moore that Coach Jeff was just talking about. Uh, So this, the series on HBO, uh, Watchmen, I got my wife watching that. I love
0: it now. It, I don't know what it was, but the first episode kind of put me put me back a little. I think
1: Tooth it kind of put he was like eh, and I'm like I Espec- powered through. Especially
0: and seeing the movie, like it was so different from the movie.
1: I love that series. My wife loves the series, and but I'm having to go back. She knows nothing about Watchmen. Um, she didn't see the movie or read the comic, so I'm having I had to pause. The show because she's asking questions. So I'm kind of breaking down the <laughs> universe of Watchmen. And as I'm talking about it, I realize I haven't read this book for years. So I pulled it. I have it on my shelf. I pulled it off. It was explaining to Jamie that um, it was essentially, so they talk about right now as being like the golden era of television, all the great shows, you know, Breaking Bad, you know, Justified, all these incredible shows. That they all started this golden era started with The Sopranos, that really ushered yeah. in this new all these new great shows. They were a little bit darker, you know. They were on HBO. Well,
0: it used to be too that you know, big time actors were would look at television as like as like beneath them.
2: You know what I'm saying? Right. They, remember when big actors wouldn't do commercials either? Yeah. Or or only Japan. Right. They would do foreign commercials. Yeah. So, The Watchmen. Centauri time.
1: (laughs) For a good time. Centauri time. Make it Centauri time. You know, I need to do um, hashtag commentate by myself (laughs) in a soundproof booth. You guys are interrupting me.
0: You're still going to need me to edit songs and...
1: Oh, yeah? Well, I can upload the unedited shit (laughs) to the site. Can you? No. Sounds really fucking boring, Chris. (laughs) Go on with your story. The Watchmen is essentially the Sopranos for comics. It completely ushered in this new, you know, The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller. All has set the tone for comic books over the last 30 years. Um, groundbreaking. And actually, until you brought up the question, I didn't even know that about Rorschach. I had no idea. And right when you said it, I was like, oh, goddamn. And then the freaking Night Owl, this Blue Beetle, and... <coughs> So it kind of, it all made sense. But that happens all the time. Like The, the, the boys, they kind of... The comic, no, not the boys.
0: Well... <laughs> not
1: the boys. There's comic head. I'm talking about Let how the, they took coach, a character. Coach, coach, Jeff and I are talking right now. Oh, So your favorite, Mark Miller... Let the adults talk. <laughs> Mark Miller pitched DC an idea that, hey, let's have a world where the villains actually won and all the rest of us don't know it. And they were like, no, like, we're not going to let you do that. And he went off and made the comic Wanted, which was his first comic, creator-owned comic that was optioned by, I mean, Hollywood screwed it. But anyway. uh, I actually enjoyed that movie.
2: The comic is great. You would love the comic. I have the comic. Have you read it? Was it, it, did he do it through vintage? I mean, through image? He did,
1: uh, I think it was Top Cow, which is like Mark Silvestri's, like, his uh, image company. So all the main co-founders got together and started their own imprints. And so it was the top cow. So it was through image. Uh, But so all these great properties have started where they, these creators are pitching Marvel or DC and they say no. And they're like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go and do it myself. And all this stuff, I mean, these worlds are created. I had no idea with, with Watchmen. That was actually pretty cool.
2: Well, I would also say that, like the approach of Watchmen and looking at characters in the way that Alan Moore does of like them being flawed people and not having all these perfect characteristics has really like changed the way people write comics altogether. Oh no, absolutely. And probably the Watchmen is like one of the reason that indie comics or comics made like a, you know, creator owned comics are a thing now and it's like one because alan moore basically like has told since then told dc to go fuck themselves but also because of the way that he created that world and the way those characters were is why we have books where the the characters are so screwed up now and that
1: was the first time i mean at least it the, could be some obscure book from, you know, the 50s or 60s, but where you did have quote unquote heroes that were total dicks. Right. You know, and that is something, I mean, you never, I mean, you had Superman, truth, justice in the American way. Like even Batman, he was basically a dick, you know, still had a code and he was like um, lived by this code. He would never kill, you know, he lived with honor. He was like a samurai. Right. Uh, and Watchmen just completely—I mean, rape. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, and then they even going into Rorschach's history and like being abused and just completely—I mean, they go into his backstory and it's like, man, this character is completely screwed up. Um, but he had a code, you know. But. I highly recommend Watchmen, and I know I went, went to a game. I, I'm friends with the uh, VP of marketing at DC Comics, and he was like, man, that freaking Watchmen movie came out, and just they can't print enough. Yeah. of the com- So people like myself are like, yeah. man, I should probably read that again. And
2: It's always like when people, when people ask me about comics in general, and they're like, what should I read? And I'm like, you should read The Watchmen. No, that's a because I think it's like a powerful way to show you what comics are capable of if you if you have no idea. Because most people think comics are for kids and they th- which they are. But you read The Watchmen and and your whole idea of what comic books are and what they can do will be changed. And it's considered not just the, one of the best comic books ever written or the best comic book ever written, it's considered one of the best books ever written. It's oh, yeah. conclu- it's included on best books written list all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's like saying that, well, okay, Sopranos is just some um, TV show. Like, well, it's a little bit more than just, like, you know, Cops and Robber TV show.
0: What's the first uh, comic you have me read by Bendis? That we Powers. Did, Powers. It was Powers. Yeah. That, was, that was, like, my introduction to, like, okay, I know you know, like, Superman and Spider-Man, but, like, that was my, like, first, like, adult comic and, like,
1: Oh, it blew me away. It, I didn't no. know you could make comics. I, so Bendis to me is what Jeff Lemire is to coach Jeff.
2: And I and think, I, I mean, it, and it, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was also like, I kind of fell into it because it was like, <coughs> I walked in and I was like, oh, I like Wolverine. And they're like, perfect. This writer, Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino are doing Old Man Logan. You should read that. Yeah. And then you so just kind of got that. from there. And then they were like, Oh, you like those too? You should read Green Arrow. They did that too, and then look at all these indie books he did. And then you should read this and read this. And I was like, oh man.
0: That's why, like, like once I found Mark Miller, I'm tearing through like, and he has so much. And I'm like so stoked that like everything he does, like it's I love. Kinda, it, so it, like it, a comic you book, find your niche
1: is like a director like David Fincher. I will see anything David Fincher yeah. directs because I know what he's going to produce, and I know I'm going to like it. And I think with writers like Brian Michael Bennett, even stuff that's not my favorite of his. I right. still love it. It's still pretty good. Well, it's it, like
2: Gideon Falls, right? I, I don't really like horror in general as a genre. Although I'm kind of finding that that's not totally true because like, I like Swamp Thing. you know. And I, I read Animal Man and that's pretty much horror, which is also by Jeff Lemire. But see, that's uh, funny.
1: I don't <laughs> know if I would think Swamp Thing is being horror, but I don't know what it would be yeah. if it wasn't horror.
2: And then like, so, but then I was like, well, it's, it's by Lemire and Sorrentino. Like, I'll try Gideon Falls, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, and it's like this is super creepy. And normally I wouldn't read this, but for these guys, I'll read it. And it's like it's just like what you're saying.
0: And up until that point, it was just comic books. But once
2: you find your niche, right? Then you just
0: like you're fucking giddy when you get a new issue, or like when you get through the first couple pages, and you're like, I fucking love this, dude. I'm very happy right now.
1: All right. Well, cool. that was another uh, segment of Hashtag Comics <laughs>
2: Black belt and karate Working for the city She
1: has to discipline her body Cause she knows that it's demand I just gave Chris the he's, Wayne's World. He's giving the Wayne's World <laughs> intro. Three. What'd <laughs> you
0: say? Four, three.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. This is recommendations. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna recommend the best movie I've seen in years. Jojo Rabbit.
0: Ooh, I wanted to see that. Yeah, oh,
1: dude, it's so good. I'm
0: fucking pretty jealous that I really enjoy that. Uh, the director and writer of that movie he's a he's a he plays Hitler in the movie
1: yes and you know what I do now you make his, me look like a bitch because I don't uh, know his, his name. His name's like Takaki yeah <laughs> uh whatever his name is he was fantastic um so it's a heartwarming film with a 10 year old uh Nazi boy and his imaginary friend Hitler
0: <laughs> yeah he's like in like the baby SS or yeah.
1: something yeah and the youth brigade or whatever. Yeah. Hitler and youth. Hitler youth. Hitler youth, yes. And so I saw the trailer for it a couple months ago and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, really? Hitler? I mean that's kinda like the line, dude. Hitler is the line that you don't cross. And so it kept getting great reviews and so it was for my um Sober birthday, November 22nd, my wife was like, hey, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, oh, let's go get something to eat. She's like, you want to go to a movie? As a matter of fact, I want to go see Jojo Rabbit. The whole fucking family loved it. Like my wife and I are like, that was the best film we've seen in years. It was stellar. All the acting was incredible. Uh, the script, uh, everything. Like, I mean, just from top to bottom, a nearly perfect film. And I only say nearly because no film is perfect. It was fantastic. I, I mean, seriously, I don't know. I mean, the best film I've seen on the last five years, maybe.
0: Dude, that's awesome.
1: So as you can tell, I'm kind of lukewarm to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, absolutely fantastic. Go see Jojo Rabbit.
0: Jojo Rabbit. Okay. My, uh, recommendation is a movie that I just watched recently too with my wife called, uh, it's the Korean movie *Parasite*,
1: and I've actually read an article about this.
0: We fucking loved
1: it. Yeah, it's supposed to be absolutely the, stellar. It's
0: basically, it's about um, it's about super fucking poor family, like they are scraping to get by, and one of the guy's friends that he went to school with uh, was teaching English to this super rich family to this, to this girl, the daughter in the house. And he had to leave, so he got him the job, and so he kind of faked his way into being her English teacher, and then um, figured out a way to con like various other members of his family in, into working for the same family. And it's fucking awesome! Like they get other help fired so they can get their parents in and sister. Oh,
1: so the actual parasite are just the people working in the home.
0: Kind of. <laughs> it it, it takes right. some. Takes some gnarly twists and turns. Okay. Um, it is subtitled, so sorry, Kingsley, you have to read.
1: So actually, that's the first reading you've done in like a couple of years, right?
0: Why don't you shut up? I read comic books now. Hashtag comic I, kid. You know I'm a comic kid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 excellent. Loved it. Very cool. And it's not, dude. It's just a cool movie. That happens to be a foreign movie. It's it's an awesome movie, and I'm sure they'll remake it.
1: Of course, they will. They always do that. I'm sure it's probably in the works right now.
0: But go see the OG version, *Parasite*.
1: I will see it. So, what song are you going to oh, take out that I will never hear? Because this is when I turn actually, it off in the gym.
0: Actually, you will hear this song
1: because I hold my beer. Yeah,
0: <laughs> because you're going to be at the gym, and um, and Aoj's uh in *Don Patrol* is very on uh, Vince Bruno. Yes. His brother, Aaron Bruno, is the lead singer of the band AWOL Nation.
1: Okay, yes, I will listen <laughs> to this song. <laughs> yes, because... Uh, I actually like AWOL Nation.
0: Yes, and uh, they did the song Sail. I will not sing it. And um, Please don't. Uh, but they have a new album coming out, and he actually... Uh, they, they've released like three singles, and one of the singles is he, he does his own version of the Cars song Drive. Oh really? Which is yes yeah, oh, nice. super fucking dope. But it's a little slow for our, our podcast. I wanted to go with the more um, more upbeat tempo one. But let me we uh, like
1: we like music we can dance to.
0: Yeah. Correct. <laughs> well, I know you're at the gym right now too. Yeah. The name of the album that's coming out is gonna be going it's supposedly like in February, it's gonna be called Angel Miners and Lightning Riders. Alright. It's gonna be the name of the new AWOL nation. Album and the song I chose, Chris, because I know you're at the gym. This is, I'm going to take you out with a song called The Best A Well Nation.
1: Oh, is it a remake of um, the Karate Kid song?
0: Just listen, shut up and listen to the song and put some extra plates on. Actually, just put one plate on no, one side point, so you fall over.
1: No, I'm on the stepper.
0: Oh, you're on the stepper? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I get, like, I got my leg warmers and my headband on, like Olivia Newton john Okay,
0: well, just make it go faster because this All song right, is done. the best. You want to be the best, right?
1: Yeah, the best.
0: Let's get it on!
2: I wanna feel a little bit stronger, oh, me. I wanna a little
1: bit smart, this is it. I just wanna be the best. Yeah, I wanna walk a little bit taller, oh,
0: me. I wanna feel to oh, I, I just wanna be the best. I just wanna be the best. A little bit stronger on me, I wanna think A little bit smarter, said I just wanna be the best Me, I wanna walk, a little bit taller on me I wanna feel, a little bit stronger on me I wanna think, a little bit smarter, said I just wanna be the best